Welcome back now. Again. It's Tessa. And all my notes disappeared. Oh, there they are. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait a minute. Disaster. Oh, it's no. It's Everything is gone. Well, it's a good thing you watched it like you finished it up right before. Like literally an hour ago. So it's yeah, nice and so fresh. It's fresh. We've got Liana here with us as our briefcase. Mystery briefcase <laughs> of light. History briefcase of light. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't have a name, I don't think. The is soul the, case. What is it? The Thomas Kincaid briefcase, the painter of light. Because <laughs> we are talking Pulp Fiction. Obviously. From 1994. And now, I don't Was this the first Quentin Tarantino movie you saw? I think it might have been the first one I saw. Um, I don't know. I feel like I watched it because I didn't see this in 94. I was no. in eighth grade, so no, I didn't yeah, see yeah. it Same. fresh. I was like 14. No, but I feel like once I saw this. I think I saw Reservoir Dogs after this. Yeah, like right after. I feel like it was like a pretty close like, oh, what other movies mm-hmm. are there? Same. And like same. Reservoir Dogs was right up there because that's a really good movie, too. Yeah. But yeah, no, I don't know. <clears throat> All right, let's get the doom biz out of the way. Do that first. Do that first before we get into it. Follow us on Instagram at Doom Generation Pod for awesome photo edits. Support this show by subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash doom generation and leave us a voicemail or send a text to 702-720-DOOM. Doom. That's the things. That was quick. Yeah. I, Painless. It's been long lately, it seemed like, so I went with a, went with a short one. <laughs> it's been awfully long lately. So this is the first Quentin Tarantino's movie that we've Tarantino's covered. Tarantino's Totito's. Tostitos. What'd you say, Liana? Dust till dawn, maybe? I don't oh, think I saw yeah. from Dust Till Dawn till after this. Uh, maybe. Like I said, it would have been very close because it was a, you know, it was like a big deal. Yeah. It remained a big deal for a very long time. And then once you saw one, you saw all of them. In fact, we got another one. Oh, this coming year? up for New Year's coming Eve. Up. Yep. Can you guess what, twi- what 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 Quentin which, 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 which did you told me for New Year's for Eve? For New Year's Eve? So this, we'll go through the cast. This is a long one. There's a lot of people. This is John Travolta's comeback. That's right. And Bruce Willis is kind of. And they were in Look Who's Talking and Look Who's Talking 2 together. Is right. Only yep. Bruce wasn't like in them. In them. Well, no, but he, he was, was the like voice. the voice of the baby, wasn't That's he? So funny. Yeah, he was. But yeah, they and I want to say that that was like one of the last things that they had done before. And I feel like the only thing I'd seen Uma Thurman in before this was Baron Munchausen. Maybe Immortal Beloved. Oh, okay, maybe was that one. Wasn't she? Didn't we find out she had been married to? Gary Oldman when she was like 20. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I had no idea uh-huh. that she was married Pre-internet, to internet We did not know these Well, things. yeah, that's true, too. I mean, like, you read the gossip mags, but, like, 
who can say, really? I didn't in the early 90s, though. I would have been like 11. No, no. <laughs> like, oh, what's Uma Thurman and Gary Oldman up to? No, and then I guess this was originally written for Michael Madsen. Yeah, Vincent. which I could also see. But I mean, when you can get John Travolta, you got to get John well, Travolta. Well, he was listed as like a very strong second possibility. But Vincent Vega and Vic Vega, who Michael Madsen plays in Reservoir Dogs, are brothers. Oh. They're supposed to, there was supposed to be like a long time ago, there was going to be a whole separate movie about the Vega brothers that they were both going to be in that Quentin Tarantino wanted to do, but they both aged out because it oh, was like... Yeah. They're both well. You can still do it, but you got to do it with younger well, guys now. Michael Madsen now looks like a beef treat mosquito. <laughs> <laughs> he used to be so hot, like oh my god, uh, Mister Blonde. Are you fucking kidding me? But not anymore. But now I just want to chew on him, <laughs> like a leather belt. He is. Uh, we got Uma Thurman as Mia Wallace, Samuel mm-hmm. L. Jackson as Jules Winfield, right? Bruce Willis as Butch Coolidge. Mm-hmm. Tim Roth is Pumpkin. Amanda Plummer is Honey Bunny. Christopher Walken is Captain Coons. Uh, did we get Ving Rhames? Ving Rhames is Marcellus Wallace. Uh, Rosanna Arquette is Jody. Eric Stoltz is Lance. Quentin Tarantino is Jimmy. Peter Green is Zed. Harvey Keitel is the Wolf. Oh my God. And he was just in um, the year before this. He played a similar character in Point of No Return. And is he another one of the big dick dudes? Is he another one of those No, because I've seen the oh, piano no, that is piano definitely not, not. It was just that you've seen his dick. That's, yes, that's you've all seen his dick. Yeah. I've seen it in the in the piano. Yeah. I've seen that dick. You've seen the peenie, piano in the piano? <laughs> the peenie in the piano? I've seen his whatever inch penis. <laughs> it wasn't a 12 inch you penis. You saw his penis in the penis? <laughs> I did. It's the piano. He played it with his stick. <laughs> now that's a that's movie. what the movie was about. Yeah, it won an Academy I'm going Award. Back. I'm watch it. I'm gonna yep. watch it. Go back and watch the that's piano. It's all about how Harvey Keitel and we have two of, two of the three Arquette siblings in this. Mm-hmm. Why did we we're missing Patricia? Where's she? I at? know. Where's Patricia at? She was doing uh, True Romance. Oh yeah, he already used her. He already used her. He's like, how am I going to bring her into this? I don't know. <laughs> how do I get all of the... Well, siblings. where's David? Oh, that's right. David's I'm sorry. Two either. out of four. Not two out of three. I forgot about poor David. How could you forget? Yeah, David's not... Has David been in a Quentin Tarantino movie? Um, Is he the only... Oh, the I only don't Arquette know. that hasn't made it into a... But I haven't seen every Quentin no, Tarantino movie. No, that's true. So I, don't I don't think know. I've seen all of them. But I don't know, because they, they were all wrapped up with Miramax and that fucking demon. Oh, yeah. Harvey Weinstein. Uh, fucking demon. Fucking Miramax. Fucking Weinstein. Steinstein. Steinstein. Well, since this movie took me five hours to watch, we should probably get it started. Oh, my God. So, yeah. <laughs> fucking Pulp Fiction. Yeah. So it starts it. off with the definition of pulp, a soft, moist, shapeless mass of matter or... A magazine or book containing lurid subject matter and being characteristically printed on rough, unfinished paper. And we start off with Pumpkin and Honey Bunny arguing in this diner. And this dialogue is just so good. I like didn't all even, of it. It's I know, too, but like I didn't either. I didn't it's just too it. much. But yeah. like it's just so good. Like this whole thing. They're discussing like their last ride and how never again. And um, that like we might as well get into bank robberies. It's easier than doing liquor stores. And he doesn't want to like he's like, I don't actually want to do that. But, you know, I'm just illustrating 
that that would be better. And then he goes on this racist tirade. Yeah, he manages to go through almost every ethnic slur ever invented. Yeah, a little anti-Semitism, a little racism, a little what. And that's another thing we should probably just clear now. Just rip every the single. Off quickly. <laughs> no, we're not yeah, going like, to repeat any of no. it. There is a lot of racial slurs. If in this you movie. want it, go ask Quentin. Yeah, let's find out. He never why misses Quentin, an opportunity. Why Quentin thinks it's real important that we all talk like this? It's like for no movies. reason. Yeah, it's there's there was like no abs- reason. it's like shock factor, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like the f word is mentioned like two hundred and sixteen times or sixty times or some shit like that. But like, I wonder how many times, how many slurs are in this movie? I didn't even manage to count. Oh, I wasn't. I going couldn't even to. make it. Through I the wouldn't first have made scene. it through the movie. No. So he decides, well, let's just rob this place. Right. She's like, this place, a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. And then he calls for like, Garcon, more coffee. And the Garcon waitress comes means over. boy. Oh, that's like one of my favorite lines in the movie. <laughs> Garcon means boy. So he's ready. He pulls out yep. the gun. She's I'm ready. ready. Let's do it right they, here, right they have now. Good luck, smooch. Mm-hmm. Love you, pumpkin. Love you, honey bunny. Right. Everybody be cool. This is a robbery. And any of you fucking pricks move. I'll and execute. I'll execute every motherfucking last one of you. And we get our title credits. The Dick Dale music begins. Yes. It's like one of the best openers. One of the best openers. It's a good opener. Yeah. And then mid midway through opening credits, we change to Jungle Boogie. Oh, yeah. The radio station changes. And it's like the, um, they don't say it, but I almost wonder if it's the same radio station with Stephen Wright from Reservoir Dogs. The oh, super maybe. 70s. Maybe. What have you. Because so, I feel like it's pre- it's present or present for 94 days, right? Yeah. Yeah. So anyhow, the so soundtrack get- too was also like everybody had the soundtrack. Another good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Vincent and Jules are in the car talking about Vincent's recent trip to Amsterdam. Yes. And he's all of the little things back. that are different in Europe. He asked about the hash bars and he's like, oh, yeah, like it's legal to buy it. It's legal to carry it. And if you're the proprietor of a hash bar, it's legal to sell it. But like that doesn't matter. He's like, oh, yeah, if you get stopped by the cops in Amsterdam, they actually it's illegal for them to search you. I'm going to Amsterdam. I know. That's all there is, man. I'm fucking <laughs> Jules going. is like, that's it. And he talks about the little differences. The quarter the, pounder with cheese. Oh, you know what they call a quarter pounder with cheese? Oh, they got the metric system. I don't know what the fuck a quarter pounder is. They call it the Royale oh, with cheese. Royale with cheese. How many times in your life after seeing this movie did oh, you say Royale with royale cheese? Royale with cheese. La Big Mac. La <laughs> Big Mac. What do they call a Whopper? I don't know. I didn't go to a fucking Burger King. (laughs) (laughs) Do they have Burger King in Amsterdam? I I don't know. know. They got McDonald's everywhere. Yeah, I would imagine. He's like, you know what they put on French fries in Holland? Mayonnaise. I seen them. I seen it. They fucking drowned in that shit. But anyway, they get to their destination. They're like getting guns out of the trunk. Talking about we should have shotguns for this shit. There could be up to five guys up there. (sighs) We should have shotguns for this shit. Then they start talking about their boss, Marcellus, and his wife, Mia. Mm-hmm. And Jules explains that she did a pilot and that uh, she was one of the... Oh, K-Billy is the radio station in every movie? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. It's always the same radio station okay. in a Quentin Tarantino movie. I see. Except for in Death Proof, it was Jungle Julia. Oh, okay. Could have been the same station, but a different been. DJ. That's true. Maybe K-Billy... 
Anytime it's, it's the oldies as that. Ah, okay. okay. That makes sense. So he explains that Mia used to be an actress. She mm-hmm. was in a pilot for TV and then explains what a pilot is right. in, like, in depth. You are aware that there is this invention called television. On this television, sometimes they show shows. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he said sometimes they make a pilot and based on that, they either make a show or they don't go anywhere. And she was on one, was that, the one that didn't go. And then he asks him if he remembers Antoine Rocamora. They used to call him Tony Rocky Horror. And he got thrown out of a window for giving Mia a foot massage. And it, he's been telling us always. Yeah. So let's just we'll go, go ahead. And let's just do air. it because he's, he does it to us five minutes into this movie. We might as well. Now, you may not be able to Google and find a confirmation directly from <laughs> Quentin Tarantino's mouth that he has a foot fetish. But what you will find, among other things, is a lot of feet is a lot of feet in his movies and a clip of Brad Pitt at an award ceremony That's with right. Quentin in the audience thanking the actress's feet in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and saying that Quentin has separated more actresses from their shoes than the TSA. Hey, you know what? <laughs> All I'm saying is that I seen his mouth on <laughs> Selma Hayek's toe. toe. Yeah. And I thought for a second, like, wouldn't it be really funny if this was like a joke the whole time? Like some rumor got started and he just ran with it and he's put it into everything since. But no. once I seen him with that toe in his mouth, uh, no, I, I think it's I legit. fully because we get a five legit. minute soliloquy well, then you didn't on the think intimacy about it then, of a foot it wasn't massage known then. But right. knowing what you know now, you it's have like, a whole wow. new, yeah, whole new vision wow. of all of his films immediately as soon as he got money. <laughs> He was like, let me talk about a foot massage. I'm going to put a foot in there. Yeah. I'm going to put a foot in there. there. Then I'll put a foot in my mouth. So we get these five minutes of talking about it being the same as eating pussy. It ain't the same as eating pussy. It's not like sticking your tongue in the holiest of holies. It's not the same fucking ballpark. It's not even the same fucking sport. And Vincent's like, yeah, would you give a guy a foot massage? Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) You give him a lot? Yeah. Fuck you. You're the way... You're the motherfucking foot master. Right. Give me a foot massage. I'm feeling tired. (laughs) Can I give my mother a foot massage? He's like, yeah, he goes on to talk about the intimacy of a foot massage or whatever. He's like, I'm not saying that he didn't overreact. But I'm just saying you got to expect it when you lay your hands on another man's wife. In a familiar way like that. So they get to the door, but it's too early. So they hang back. And Jules still doesn't think that Marcellus was correct. Because like if anybody did that to him, they better paralyze his ass. Yep. And, and then, then he, he tells them that he's been asked by Marcellus to take Mia out while <laughs> he's he gone. To take care of her. He's like, take care of her? With yeah, the no, gesture, no, no, Which I do Show all the time. Show her a good time. <laughs> talk about taking care of something. Like, I'll take care of it. I'm like, take care of it? Yeah, no. To show her a good time. Yeah, Definitely not a date. No, it's not like that. He was <clears> like, <throat> have you met her? Yeah, nope. Nope. Hilarious. So they go back to the door and Phil Lamar opens it. Mm-hmm. And Frank Whaley and another dude are in there chilling inside. Yes, we are associates of Marcellus Wallace, your business partner. You do remember your business partner. And they're having hamburgers, the cornerstone of every nutritious breakfast. Hamburgers. Is that that's a that's a Hawaiian burger joint. Big Kahuna burger. How yeah, are they? Got some tasty burgers. And like that's emasculating to come in I and know, start eating off, like off his food plate. and drink their drink. And emptying it oh. <laughs> to the oh. bottom. Yep. And then he tells him about the he Royale with the cheese. powder with cheese. And Brett's like, oh, because of the metrics. It's all, oh, look at the, the big, big brain, brain on Brett. You're yep. a smart motherfucker. That's right. Mm-hmm. So then he finishes some of his tasty beverage and he has, hey, flock of seagulls. Yeah. You know why we're here? 
Tell Vincent where you got the shithead. And Phil's trying to answer, and he's like, I don't, I don't remember, remember asking, asking you a goddamn thing. Oh! They get the briefcase and open it. There's a light inside. Are we happy? And you did notice the code was 666. Yeah, 666. That's why that whole rumor had per- persisted. So, yeah, the rumor is that in this briefcase where all you ever see is light shining mm-hmm. out on the faces. Never talk about what it is. Is that it's possibly Marcellus Wallace's soul. Right. Which is why he has the Band-Aid on the back of his neck. He just nicked himself shaving. <laughs> but, yeah. I say it's One-Eyed Willie's treasure. <laughs> They are like grown-up goonies. That's my theory. Okay. Just standing by that. Yep. Okay. That, yeah, Marcellus grew up in that town. He wanted to be a goonie. He heard about them finding the treasure. And once he he became a big boss man, he fucking went and got that boat pulled up. He got the rest of that treasure. Okay. He was getting delivered. That's where his original money came Mm -hmm. from. He started his criminal empire. Yeah, with a little bit of that one-eyed Willie Gold. Oh, okay. He's the forgotten Goonie. <laughs> Marcellus Wallace <laughs> okay. is the forgotten Goonie. All right. Put He's about the right age, it. right? Sure. I don't know. Let's see if in eighty, early 80s, Goonies, eh, well, he might be a little no, old. No, I think 94. he's a little old. He's, yeah. I think he might be a little old for Goonies. But okay. He was somebody's dad, somebody's stepdad <laughs> that stole their one-eyed Willie Gold. Right. Started his criminal enterprise. But yeah, so Vincent's like, oh, yeah, we're happy. And then Brett <laughs> tries to talk and ramble and Jules inter- interrupts him. And like then Jules shoots, shoots flock, flock of seagulls. Because like, oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? I didn't mean to do that. Please continue. And then we start with the what does Marcellus Wallace look like? What? What country are you from? What? What ain't no country I ever heard of? They speak English and what? What? English, motherfucker, do you speak it? What, say what again? Say what one more goddamn time? I dare you! I double dare you, motherfucker! Say what? what? <laughs> he shoots him in the shoulder. What does Marcellus Wallace look? Does he look like a bitch? Then why you try to fuck him like a bitch? Marcellus Wallace don't like to be fucked by anybody but Mrs. Wallace. Foreshadowing. I know, right? He sure doesn't. <laughs> he sure doesn't. No, he don't. No, he does not. And then he gives his Ezekiel twenty five seventeen speech. Do you have it written down? I don't think I need to. The path of the righteous man is beset on, on all sides, sides by, by the inequities, inequities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness, for he is truly his brother's keeper and the finder of lost children. And I will strike Strike down down upon upon thee with great great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison poison and control control my brothers. And you will know that my name name is is the Lord. Lord. When I lay my vengeance upon thee. And they uh, fill Brad full of holes. It's early it's, in this apartment complex. Yeah, so they've been up and out and back with hamburgers. Okay, first of all, Big Kahuna open at 7 a.m. for burgers? It's open 24 hours. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. and This yeah, is loud been... as fuck in this early morning in an apartment. And so that is the end of that scene. Right. And... Act one. Now we have Vincent Vega and Marcellus Wallace's wife. Well, no. First we got Butch sitting in the empty restaurant talking to Marcellus. Well, I mean, it is about to be that part. Right. But before that, we have Let's let's Stay Together. They have the little title cards, right? Oh, no. I didn't even write down the title cards. I didn't. I don't think I got all of them, but I got some of them. 
But anyhow. But so it's Butch talking to Marcellus mm-hmm. about how he's going to throw this fight. Right. He's listening to a man speak to him at a bar, telling him he's going to take a fall in the upcoming boxing match. And he hands over an envelope with a bunch of cash. And we see the back of his head with the Band-Aid. He tells him the night of the fight, you might feel a slight sting. That's, That's pride. pride. Fucking, Fucking with you. <laughs> Fuck. Pride. Pride only hurts. It never helps. You got to fight through that shit. Right. A year from now, when you're kicking it in the Caribbean, you're going to say to yourself, Marcellus Wallace was right. Mm-hmm. But she's like, I ain't got no problem with that. Right. And That's the fifth. Fine. Your, your ass, ass goes, goes down. down. Say it. Makes him repeat it. And then you see Vincent and Jules appear mm-hmm. in their shorts and T-shirts inexplicably right. where you're like, what the fuck happened to right. these dudes? And they go to talk to the, the bartender, bartender, right? And he was like, oh, I heard that you're taking Mia out on a date. And he's like so annoyed at this point. He's yes. like, at Marcellus's request. He's like, like, I'm not you stupid. Right. Have you met her? And then they start laughing. And he's like, I'm going to go there. I'm going to sit across the room. I'm going to chew with my mouth closed. I'm going to laugh at her fucking jokes. And that's it. Hey, my name's Paul, and this is between y'all. That shit's between y'all, and I say that a lot. Yep. <laughs> so Butch is done with his conversation. He comes up for his pack of red apple cigarettes right. for $1. forty. I know! Man, the battle days. Mm-hmm. And oh. uh, looking at something, friend. Right. They, my friend, Paluka. Paluka. <laughs> so Marcellus calls Vince over and gives him a big hug, and like mm-hmm. Butch watches kind of like, like, what the fuck is going on here? So then we go to Lance's house. Yep. And Jody and Trudy are talking about body piercings. They're having a conversation. She's like, 18 places on my body, <laughs> including a stud in my tongue. And he's like, wait a minute. What's that for? Sex thing. Helps fellatio. <laughs> All right. All right. So Vincent's there to get himself a sack. Lance calls him to the office. Yes. Come on back, Vincenzo. He got the heroin ready. Yep. He talks about... Panda, Bava, and Choco. But Choco. Now Oof. that's $200 more a gram, but, but when you shoot it, you will know why. Where that extra money went. And now, I don't know if you clocked this, but in the background of this scene in Lance's bedroom, there are two little plinth shelves with platform high heel yes. shoes as displays. Yes. Open toed. That is where platform I had gotten the idea just to buy, shoot, like, Fancy shoes, yeah, and just, just put to them display up, display them. But I never clocked this. Not before because today. of a foot fetish, just because of a shoe thing. This is the first <laughs> time I ever noticed the the shoes on the yes, wall. Yes, I did notice that. So but, um, Vincent takes three grams of the good stuff, and this is where he tells him, like, I don't have any balloons or baggies. Okay, so if you don't know about drugs, this is a totally innocuous statement. But what right. you should know is that heroin comes in balloons and cocaine mm-hmm. comes in baggies. Which is why later, later on, <laughs> this will come into play. Which I didn't know when I, I didn't first know at the time. This. I had no, no idea. No, I it didn't occur like to sixteen me. when I saw well, this. Well, because I just figured she. OD'd because she was doing like she fucking did some gaggers. fat fucking rails. I man. said, God damn. Yeah. yeah. So God I, yeah, damn. so did I. At the so, time, I didn't I mean, realize. Yeah, I didn't know that. But later on, yeah. I found out that all of this completely makes sense. And this is a foreshadowing to what okay. happens later. And so, anyhow. So, Lance is trying to hook him up with Trudy. And he's like, Which one is that? The one with all the shit in her face? <laughs> That's Jody. That's, That's my, wife. my wife. He's oh, like, Sorry, oh, man. Fuck, man. <laughs> sorry. Man. sorry. And like, okay, so he wants to shoot up there. He lets him shoot up. But like, you're about to take out your killer boss's wife. Yeah. Your plan is to get real fucking smacked on heroin before you do that? Like immediately? smacky smack? 
on the best fucking heroin in LA. He has been in Amsterdam because he tells that's him true. Even, he's, he's like, like you this, can't. this shit's a madman. He's like, that's a bold fucking statement. He's like, like I, I just yeah. got back from Amsterdam. So like maybe it's not to him. Because when he shows up at her place, he is loaded. Yeah, well, like he has that whole ride. Like uh-huh. they do that whole thing, the needle vision with the oh, oh, oh. like mm-hmm. I can't, I can't with the spoon. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't imagine. I've never shot up anything. I no, can't. I can't with the needles. No, I can't with the needles. It's too much. Like even doing dabs to me is like it seems real hardcore. <laughs> You're like that's wow, a dude. bit much. I need a torch. Yeah, like mm. no, that's like it makes me feel icky. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. it. I don't know about that. Mm-mm. So yeah, it just upsets me so much. So he gets to the Wallace abode and finds a note on the door for Mia to come inside and make himself a drink, which he does while mm. she watches him on their little home security camera. Right, but like he just kind of looks around or whatever, and she's just watching him. She's yeah, not, like, well she tells up. him she she's talking to him on the right. intercom. We got a little son of a preacher man. Mm-hmm. And then, like, we have that meme moment where he's like, "Oh yes, the one where he's around, like, uh-huh. like where like he doesn't know where this is coming from." And she's like, "Push the button push if the you button want to." Talk. Oh yeah, like warmer, warm, warmer disco. disco. And this is where I'm like, he's so fucking loaded because he's just he clicks. Oh, I like know his mouth all almost against. I it. guess like, that's because it never occurred to me that that's. I just thought he was awkward. Mm-mm. Like I just thought he was he's kind of nervous about having it. Well, maybe that's why. And I think that's why he got loaded is because now he's starting to think about Tony Rocky Hard getting kicked thrown out, out of the fucking window, thrown out yeah, of a window, and he's like, you know like, what? And they were laughing like he was getting really annoyed. And yeah, like, people are talking, and I, I think that makes him he was trying to chill. And, and then, like, hey, whatever. it doesn't seem so bad when you see her go pregame up in the bathroom. I with know her she's chopping up some Kelly Taylor, and we get our some first close up, big old fucking of them feet. big old feet. And I feel like this reminds me of I was watching like years ago House of Style. I think it was House of Style, and they were talking to I feel like it was Helmut Newton. He was talking about his photography and how he liked like beautiful women with dirty feet. Okie dokie. And that was like his deal. We're not here to yuck your yum, y'all. No, we're not. But we've I, said this, before and we'll say again, if dirty feet are your thing and we don't have to be fine. naked in these photos, you just I'll want step feet, on we will step on anything you want me. for $300 a month. Yeah. $300 I mean, it's a month. cost you. I'm sure you could get foot shit cheaper. <laughs> DM us. Uh, yeah, get in there. We'll but both I mean, like, step on shit for $300 a month. Not I'll shit. Sleep. I don't want to no, step not on shit. shit. I mean things. Things. Not like, stuff. Things, not living things like food. Yeah. yeah. Not like I'll rotten step in things. a cake. Like nothing really gross. You mean step in a cake? Yeah, well, no, I'll dude, step in a cake. we can get Liana in on it too. She's down. Yeah. we got three girls ready to step in a cake. Yeah. We'll, we'll split that $300 a month to step in a cake. <laughs> Get a hundred dollars a piece for hey for one good photo hey, session. Month. I, hey, I'm stepping in. I, it's not a. I don't get it. It's not for me. But no, hey. if that's what you jerk off to, that's your business. Ooh, I'd be happy to oblige. I'll step in some spaghetti. So I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so he take the, she takes him down to Jack Rabbit Slams, the fifty theme fifties theme diner, which we just looked up and is not still in business, unfortunately. Oh wait, I forgot to mention. There's a whole cut scene in here before they leave. Oh, okay. That's like relevant to going what to she Jack says Ra- next, like oh. going to Jackrabbit Slims and then something that gets brought up later at the diner with Pumpkin and Jules. Okay. Is that there's a scene where she comes down with like a Super 8 camera and she's like recording him or whatever and she asks him, uh, she, like she tells like, like there's two kinds of people, Beatles people and Elvis people. 
And like, what kind of person are you? And he says Elvis. He's like, she's like, I don't think so he that's answers, how she knows that, that he's yeah, an she's Elvis. like an Elvis man. Because yeah, love it. I don't know how you know that with right. that scene out. Because they have this whole conversation about Beatles people and Elvis people before they even okay. leave. So that's why she says that. So that's where that comes from. Mm. And then like later on, Jules says something to Pumpkin about he calls him Ringo. Yeah. Implying that he's a Beatles person. I just thought it was because he had an accent. <clears throat> yeah, maybe that too. Just because he was a British guy. I mean, I guess they figured that's how they could get away with it. I don't think I'm either a Beatles person or an Elvis person. Um, if I had to choose, I think I'd say Beatles. Like, if I had to like forever, ever again, like you're only going to hear one of these, I think I'd choose Beatles. Oh, if I only had to hear one again, yeah, I don't think like I'm a Stones person. (laughs) I like some Stones. I'm a Led Zeppelin person. I I like some of all that stuff though. That's the thing. That's true too. I can't choose between. I'm definitely not an Elvis person. I don't know. Sorry, Loretta. I know you love Elvis. Sorry, but but I'm not an Elvis. When all of them are problematic, I'm sure now. (laughs) Well, that's also Elvis and his teenage bride. And I'm sure the Beatles were up to some no good as well. Of course they were. Everyone was up. Everyone was up to no good in these John days. John was a wife beater when Right? That's what they say. That's what they say. That's what they say. I think he said it too. So, I mean, it's not like uh, Yeah, I think he admitted to it. I think he did. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So, hey, I don't want to be either of those kinds of people. So that's why she says they get to Jackrabbit Slims, they arrive. And it always bothers me when they get there that she's like, don't be such a fucking rectangle. Yeah, they made it a rectangle. She made a fucking rectangle. That's like a fingers. long rectangle. Because guess like, what? That's not even... Squares are not rectangles. No. Rectangles are squares. No. Yeah. What is it? No. It's, one it's or the like other. equal sides. All, it has to be all equal sides to be a square. Yeah. So you can't draw a rectangle and say someone's a square. Yeah. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. And it's bothered me ever since I've ever seen this movie in my life. I hate the fucking rectangle. It makes me mad. <laughs> So she's like, he he wants a steak. And she's like, you can get a steak here, daddy-o. Yeah. He's like. After you, kitty cat. And this place looks like it might be fun. It does. I did love. There was a place locally when I was a kid that my parents used to take me to. I had the Frisbee that they used to give you as your birthday moon pie plate. Oh, yeah. It was called. Oh, my God. Am I going to forget? Johnny Rockets? No, it wasn't Johnny Rockets. It was called something else. And I'm going to fucking forget. But they had hula hoops hanging up at every table. And the waitress, if it was your birthday, would come over and hula hoop for you. There was a place like that by the movie theater. That was like a 50s. Herbie K's. Oh, okay. It it wasn't that. Herbie K's. It was a different one, but it was like that. But my parents used to take me. And I love that fucking place. They didn't have like themed waiters though no i don't think they were dressed in like poodle skirts well yeah they weren't yeah but they weren't specific characters no and so yeah the only thing to be nostalgic about the 50s is diner culture right like Like the food at a diner like i mean nothing else is to be longing for like to sit in the cool cars like the style maybe that's it you know but none of the i just want to wear a petticoat you can wear a petticoat now girl I want to wear hysterectomy pants. I guess I could. You I could, could do whatever I want. I could wear a petticoat if I wanted to. I could do, do whatever the fuck the I want. Things. I am an adult with my own money. I do want to be sat in the Chrysler table. Though. I that do. Was... I would like to sit there. I'm gonna go sit in the table. I don't know who t- I'd want my waiter table. to be. Not not Buddy Holly. Not Steve Buscemi. Buddy Holly. I don't know who I'd want. I don't know. Mamie Van Doren. Maybe. 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 Zorro. Maybe. Maybe. Zorro might be cool. 
And then his outrage over the $5 shake, which, which like, is in 2022, you're like, shake yeah, that's now. just a shake, bro. You want bourbon in it? That's a $25 that's shake. That's a way more expensive shake. And right? like, you, we didn't see your giant wad of cash at the drug dealer's house. Are well, you really balking just, about a $5 shake? I don't think he's necessarily, because he just wants to know, like, really? Like, $5. A, fi- well, a pack of smokes was $1.40. So, I mean, I would True. imagine that a shake would be what? What's it? $2? What could it possibly cost? Ten dollars. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she wants one of his rollies, mm-hmm. and just, they talk. They're just chatting. Mm-hmm. He's like, "I was in Amsterdam for three years." She's she like, says, "Oh, I go once a year." To right? Chill like, out. oh, I didn't know that. Like, why, why would, would you? you? He asks about her pilot, and she mm-hmm. tells him about Fox Force Five. That's basically Kill Bill. Oh yeah, huh? But they're like. There's the demolition expert and the French fox and her. She does throw a knife. And the kung fu expert. Right. She mm-hmm. do. And then she get, got to tell a joke. That her old vaudevillian grandpa taught mm-hmm. her or something like that. But and she won't like, tell it. She makes yeah, a big deal it's, out it's of it. built up too much. Blah, blah. And the drinks arrive and he wants to try that $5 shake. But it's a pretty fucking good milkshake. God damn. That's a pretty fucking good milkshake. <laughs> And they like sit there in silence. And yes, I did this hair. I have to find those pictures of my Mia Wallace era with my blunt, my blunt era. <laughs> and they talk about uncomfortable silences and how, you know, you found someone special where you could just shut the, shut fuck, the up fuck up and comfortably enjoy silence. And oh. he's like, yeah, we're not there yet, honey. Yeah, but don't feel bad. We just met. She goes to literally powder her nose. Yeah, there's like a bunch of people and not in this even bathroom. like in the, not stall, in the toilet, just nope. right on the fucking sink in front of Ooh, everybody. Ooh, I said, God damn, God damn, God damn. Whew! And she comes back. Don't you love it when you and come back from the bathroom to find your food waiting for she's you? She's gonna eat all that after she just did a big fat rail. No, she's not. She ain't hungry. She's not eating that. She ate two bites and two fries, and she was done. She looked at it. <laughs> She yeah, and then some, she went and danced. She had Maybe some she of was that hungry shake. after That's dancing. why she wanted to go dance because she was all like, "Yeah, uh-huh. I'm gonna go fucking dance." But he thought of something to ask her first. Ah, she seems like a really nice person. He doesn't want to offend her. Oh, I'll Ooh, ask you now. now I definitely want to yes. know. So he asks, "What oh. happened to Tony Rocky Hart?" He was like, "But you got to promise not to get offended." She's like, "Oh no, no, no! no, no. no. My natural that. response might be to get offended." So yeah, he asked her about Tony Rocky Horror, and she's like what you believe that like for touching my feet right like who said that they 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 talk a lot don't Don't they they? and i say that still Mm -hmm. all the time and she's like don't be shy what else do they say and then he was like well you know it seemed reasonable at the time and she says the only thing tony ever touched of mine was my hand when he shook it at our wedding truth is nobody knows but marcellus and tony when you little scamps get together you're worse than a sewing circle I want to dance. They announced oh, yeah. the twist contest. And she's like, <laughs> she was like, and he goes here. Uh-huh. And he's like, what? No, she's like, no, 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 no. I do believe Marcellus, my husband, your boss told you to take me out and do whatever I wanted. So now I want to dance. I want to win. I want that trophy. So dance good. And like, I had forgotten back then, not now, uh-huh. but back then after not having seen John Travolta for so long mm-hmm. and because he did such a good job as Vincent Vega, I forgot he can dance. Yeah. And was surprised that Vincent Vega could dance. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. That's John Travolta. Of course he can fucking dance. I guess like she was kind of nervous 
to do this, because like to dance with him because she was like, it's John Travolta. Like he can dance. Like I've seen Stan alive. Motherfucker yeah, can dance. Exactly. Them quads. Are you but fucking I had kidding forgotten. me? And he but was yeah. like an older, I know kind of chubby dude. And I, I was like, Oh, Oh, that's right. Motherfucker could dance. Right. But he told her to fucking shut up and twist. Yeah. He was like, no, we're just going to fucking do this. And I did this. I was telling you earlier about the parties that, we used to have where it was like the theme parties and one of the year's themes was Tarantino movies and I mm-hmm. went as OD Mia mm-hmm. and me and my friend Andy did the twist scene because he was Vincent Vega. Nice. Somewhere, somewhere. There used to be video. I don't know where it is now. Just Gone. another reason to get Mia to take her shoes off. I know and that's exactly what she and you know them feet fucking stink in them and slides. Them no sock slides. No, not even a no show. Stanky toes. Not even a nylon. Nothing. Nothing. So yes they're doing this whole thing and John Travolta doing the Batusi just gives me life. The Batusi life. just makes the me Bat- think of Bagusi. Batusi. <laughs> gonna lick the Bagusi. Bagusi <laughs> He lick the cream cheese out of his little bagusi. <laughs> bagusi. So they, of course, win. They return to her house with the trophy, dance a themselves bit in the door. They like really seem to like each other. They're having a good time. And she's like, drinks and music. He's like, I'm going to take a piss. Like, uh, nice. More than I need to know, but nice. you go ahead. He's a sweat hog. What do you want? And then she turns on the reel to reel. You'll be a woman soon. That song is creepy as fuck. You ever listen yeah, to that song? Yeah, it's about Ooh. a girl on the cusp of womanhood. Yes. Oh, he's Which thankfully we at least don't have this I don't think they're misunderstanding you, sir. No. I don't think they're misunderstanding you at all. I think they know exactly what you're up to. That's why they say you're no good. And she lip syncs for her life. Oh, she's dancing around in his coat and she finds the little baggie. Because hmm. he's spending way too much time talking his boner down in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely going to make on sure. Heroin? I don't know. I guess so. I don't know. He's like falling in love with her. Like, I think it's way more than he just wants to fuck her. Well, it's like, like, she's acting the way she's acting because her husband is your fucking boss. And she gets to tell you to do whatever the fuck she wants to tell you to do. Had you met her in any other context... Before she was married, I this mean, is not I the don't woman. know. I don't know. Maybe she was. I feel like I'd get a power trip. Married to Marcellus Wallace. Oh well, yeah. Oh fuck yeah. We knowing these dudes got to do knowing whatever the that fuck you scared. say, and they're scared shitless. Yeah, I'd be telling you, you do what the fuck. She I tell did you to kind do of seem pleased about that rumor about Tony Rocky. Yeah, like, I don't know. Nobody nope. knows why he I got thrown out why. of that window. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Wasn't me. So yeah, she finds this baggie, which. She thinks it's cocaine because right. it's in a bag. She thinks it's that. But like, Kelly ma'am, Taylor. I know you're the boss's wife, but you don't you just go just doing people's drugs. Don't go doing fucking. She lined up four fat motherfucking gaggers. It's at this point what two in the morning. I know and you're about to start doing some more found She's drugs. Stay, well, because she was four thirty in the morning. She's so she was ready post coke yeah. times. Oh fuck, I'd be ready to sleep. I mean, no, you'd be like, oh no, I'd want a, some weed. Oh yeah, That's oh yeah, I'd be ready oh for yeah. Some weed. That's what's t- yeah, but I don't know. I'd never no, done heroin, so I have no idea. I don't know what. No. But she didn't know it. that's what it was, which is kids. This is why you don't just I know. do drugs. You don't find do in people's find pockets. Found drugs like ever. At least make sure, like, hey, you want to and not greedy Gus motherfucking rails either. 
So, of course, he comes out of the bathroom to find her fucking foaming at the mouth. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, Mia. And before we get to the panic at the disco, (laughs) we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Throw on your Jinkos, Baby Tees, and Doc Martens, grab your Lisa Frank Trapper Keeper, and join Jackie and Danielle on a journey to the late 90s as we reminisce about the movies of our youth on the No More Late Fees podcast. Don't forget your flannel and butterfly clips. And remember, be kind and rewind. And we're back. Hi, we're back. And fuck. We're panic mode. We were in the bathroom for a really long fucking time. And Jesus fucking Christ, Mia's ODing on the floor. And it seems like she's also been there. Like, she got blood coming out of her nose. There's vomit. She's like, her eyes are all watering. Yeah. Like, she was like, how long was he in the bathroom? I don't know. Man, he lost track of time. He was like, I can't wait to get home to jerk off. I'm just going to have to crank (laughs) one out right now. Did he lock the door, though? That's the question. Come on, you got to learn your lessons. Lean up against the door. So he calls Lance from the car, like, hey, I got a bitch. You, Lance, and he's like, no, don't come here. Yeah, don't fucking, yeah, I don't know you. Print color, print color. And how did I never (laughs) notice that Lance is eating Fruit Brute cereal right here? Is this a Halloween (laughs) movie? No, but it's, uh, Quentin Tarantino's original box of fruit brute, and I guess he's put it in several. Oh, has he now? Scenes. That's what I read. So, I don't know. So he's like, I don't know you. Is this a cellular phone? I'm hanging yeah. up. Print caller. Print caller. But as he hangs up, he hears the squealing of tires, and fucking Vincent crashes into his house. He sure do. His face, like his. Like, what? really? What but the hey, fuck? You're a heroin dealer. These things I are going to happen. Well, he told him, do not bring some fucked up poo butt to my house. <laughs> bite the fucking bullet, take her to a hospital, call a lawyer. And he's like, nope, now I have no choice but to tell Marcellus Wallace you, you wouldn't help me. Help. Yeah, he's like, I'm a fucking grease spot. So you better help me get her inside. So they drag her inside. Jody gets all pissed. Oh, like, what the fuck? It's 1.30. What 130. the fuck is going she, on out she, here? Does she say 1.30 or does she say 4.30? Oh, he Maybe. says 4.30? I thought he said 1.30, but I don't I feel keep like the I captions wrote it on. down, but I guess I did not. Uh, but yeah, she's pissed, and now this is like a continuous shot that follows her through the house, like that follows them all through the house. He's looking for a little black medical book and the shot in the in fridge. The fridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he sends Jody for the shot. He goes looking for the book. He can't find he can't the book. can't find it. Like, why don't you keep the book with the shot? Fuck. Just get the fucking shot! So Lance gets the shot, he gets it ready, and he's like, but Vince has to give it to her. And yeah, he's when like, I fucking bring a fucked up bitch over to your house, I'll give her the shot. But now you're doing it because you fucking brought me this shit. So he finds her heart and he wants a magic oh, marker. fuck. And oh, he shows him like how to do it. I gotta stab fucking... her three times. No, you just gotta stab her once, <laughs> but you gotta pierce through that fucking breastplate, which it's like, oh God, I hate that. Just that the fucking... tapping on her breastplate. Oh, I hate it so uh-huh. fucking much. And he oh. does it, and of course, <gasps> she lives. Oh. And Jody's like, face during all of this—that was she's fucking like, trippy. Yeah. As she's like getting her life, like this is happening in her fucking her living room right now, and even still, she's like, <laughs> so he drives her home silently. Oh, I fucking cringe. And he, she walks barefoot up the walk. I know, and he's like, uh, "How do you want to so handle this?" <laughs> And, like, don't they have all them cameras? Like, is Marcellus not going to wonder why all this time? Like, she's ODing on the floor. And they have inside cameras. Yeah, I know. You That's what I'm saying. OD'ing she's ODing on the floor. On the floor. 
So she had to do some magic and like erase some footage and be like, I don't know what happened. And it was like a reel to reel, though. Wasn't it? It wasn't. Well, that's like... what she was listening to music. Oh, on. I didn't notice that's if that's also what the video was. Recording. I don't know. Like, it seemed like they would have some kind of shit. I don't know. Well, that's okay because Vince is going to die soon anyway. So, well, it's fine. yeah, it doesn't matter. So, anyway, she agrees to tell him nothing. Yeah, well, she's going yeah, to tell Marcellus, tell Marcellus nothing. nothing. Like, he could live the rest of his life and he need never know. And she says if he found out, like, she'd be in just as much trouble as he would. So, he's like, I don't think so, but okay. Yeah, I kind of doubt that, but fine. So, they shake on it and then she agrees to tell him the joke. Oh, you want to hear my Fox Force 5 joke? Right. He's like, I think I might be a little too fucked up to laugh she's like no you won't laugh it's not funny and i knew this joke before Mm -hmm. this movie this was a joke that i knew as a little kid yeah i told i tell this to my kid when he lags i call him baby tomato catch up yeah so yes it's the tomato joke the tomato family mama mama tomato papa tomato and baby tomato and baby tomato starts lagging behind and papa tomato gets angry and he goes back and smashes him and says catch Catch up." up See you around. Like, see you around. He's <laughs> like, I'm going to go home and have a heart attack now. And then he blows her a kiss behind her back and says mm-hmm. goodbye. And then <clears throat> it's a new story. We have the gold watch. The story of the ass watch. The butt watch, if you will. <laughs> and we start with a racist Inuit cartoon. That's exactly what I put here. <laughs> like, but back in those days, all the Which cartoons that were racist. that would have been the 50s or something at this Or no, the 60s at this point. <clears throat> For him when he was little, yeah, I guess like 50s or 60s. Well, when would he be coming back? His dad went to Vietnam or, or Korea? Oh, maybe. So yeah, that would have Hanoi? been the 60s, I think. Yeah. That would have been Vietnam then, wouldn't it? Yeah, Man. Hanoi pit a hell together is yeah. what he says. So I Because the first thinking. one, the first grandpa, great, great grandpa was World War One. Great grandpa was World War so, II. Yeah, dad was, or wasn't dad Vietnam? And then this was Korea. Because what was dad's war? His dad, it was World War One. great grandfather. No, it so started it was with great, great grandfather. <laughs> No, it was his great grandfather. Oh, great grandfather was in World War One. Then his grandfather was in World War Two. His dad, I believe, went to Vietnam. Okay, and then Butch went to the boxing match. Yeah, Butch didn't go to war, as far as no, we were his war was other things. Yes, so he gets a visit from <clears throat> Christopher Walken. Oh, Christopher Walken and old is walking pal. in old to tell him the story. Yeah, remember when I said your daddy died in a POW camp? This here's Captain Coons, and this lady is the lady um, that gets kidnapped and murdered in From Dust Till Dawn. She's the bank oh, lady that fucking okay. Quentin Tarantino murders. I haven't seen murders. that one in a minute either. Well, I just saw the the picture that was on the cast list was the picture from that movie. Okay, I was like, oh, look at that. Anyhow, so Christopher Walken comes to tell him this story, <laughs> and he, this, of the, the way he tells the story, he's like such a charismatic man. Like you could just watch. That, like I would watch an entire movie of just him telling me a story about an ass watch, <laughs> and what a twist! It doesn't even like it, the the build up. You don't even realize it. Until oh no, because it it's just face. like your grand great grandfather bought mm-hmm. it at a general store. He wore it during the war. <laughs> he threw yep. it in a coffee can, and there it stayed until granddad got it. And then he wore it in the war, <laughs> and then World your dad War II wore it in the war. And then he wasn't so lucky. He was shot down, but before in the Battle of Wake Island. But before that, he gave it to a gunner by the name of Wanaki to deliver it to his infant son, who he'd never seen before in the flesh. And then his dad wore it, and then when he was captured, he knew they were going to take it. Mm-hmm. So he hid it in his ass. The only place that he could hide it, his ass. 
five long years. For five long years. He wore it up his ass. Up his ass. Anyway, he died of dysentery. Give me the watch. And I wore it up my ass. For for two two long years, years, I wore this uncomfortable hunk of metal. And now it's yours. Yeah, here. Hands over the shit watch. Oh, man. Like, these two men loved each other. See, now I thought that story about two men in a certain situation Mm -hmm. was about to go a different way. I bet it did. He's just not saying. It has to have gone that way in five years. Well, I don't know. They were dehydrated with the dysentery. Oh, yeah. Maybe they won't be uh, no ass play in the the watch. He's like, well, you got to get the watch up in there. I mean, eventually, I guess it would come back out unless it got lodged. Oh, man. Oh, fuck. No, that went dark. Never mind. (laughs) We're not going to talk about He just keeps swallowing the semantics of the watch. And pooping out the watch. He cycles the watch. And the way that little kid snatches it out of his hand. Yes, I want the shit watch. Right. And now this is he wakes up before the fight he's supposed to throw. And now we have the title page about the gold watch. But whatever. doesn't matter. So he... Goes in, he fights the fight. We hear the announcers on the radio say it's official. Wilson is dead. Bloodiest fight ever. Yep. The other guy was killed during the match. And now the lady taxi driver is waiting, listening to this report on the radio. Right. And he not only did not throw this fight, he killed the fucking guy. And he jumps out. He was going to take off anyway because he wasn't going to throw the fight. he bet on himself. Right. So he jumps out of the window into a dumpster and then he's waiting and he gets into the waiting cab and she's not wearing any shoes. I didn't even fucking clock that she wasn't nope, wearing she shoes. she is not wearing his shoes. Quentin will make you a party God to his fetish damn every it. fucking time. Ugh. So she pulls out. Then you see Vincent and the bartender from before come to look and they see Marcellus and Mia in the, mm-hmm. like, I guess at the dead guys. Or she, he's like or questioning he's in the, in the, the match. match other uh like the ring guy like the trainer if they knew or if anyone knew like, he doesn't know happening. anything and they and tell him butch like, booked it i never thanked you for dinner like <laughs> how's it going how you been pretty good yeah i'm all right i'm here yep so they tell him butch took off and marcellus is prepared to scour the I'm earth prepared for him. to scour the earth for that motherfucker so butch is getting changed in the taxi and the driver's like that was you you're the other boxing man <laughs> He's Tell dead. me your him. You killed the other boxing man. Your him. <laughs> Tell me your him. <laughs> He's dead. Sorry about that, Floyd. Right? I want to know what it's like to kill a man. Yes. Yeah. It's like first one to beat another man to death with your bare and I'll hands. Tell you. Yeah. What's your name, Esmeralda Villalobos? <laughs> when she asked us, he goes, "What are you, a weirdo?" Yeah. It's like, no, I have great interest in the subject. I don't know where this ex. I don't know what the accent is. I don't know where she's supposed to. She says Colombia. Oh yeah, yeah. She, the name is Spanish, but I am Colombian. No, I'm saying my accent. Oh I yeah, I don't know is. where your accent's from or my <laughs> accent's from. Never. But anyhow, he talks about like now you want to know how I feel. Well, first she was like, "What does Booch mean?" He's like, "I'm American, honey. Our names don't, don't mean, mean shit. shit." Exactly. Well, but Booch, Booch, <laughs> Booch, you killed the other boxing man. So now she wants to know. He, he's like, oh, now you want to know how I feel about it? Like, I didn't even know he was dead till you told me just now. And now that I know, I don't feel least bit bad about it. And so he stops to use a payphone and calls the guy he placed his bet with. And I wonder who Scotty is. Who's Scott? That's the guy Scotty? he's talking oh, that's who he's to. Talking like, to. I wonder who Scotty is. Because Scotty's got to be somebody. He's probably somebody in, in like another Tarantino universe. You know? So they say uh, Scotty will have his money by tomorrow night. So they're going to head to Knoxville for their Mm -hmm. money. He'll be on Tennessee time. Cool, brother. And the taxi drops him off at the hotel where 
Fabian yes. is fully dressed to sleep mm-hmm. on top of the covers. Well, first he asks her if, you know, anybody asks you what your fare was tonight. She said, I'll tell him the truth. Three well-dressed, slightly toasted Mexicans. Yes. And then she, he comes in. Fabian's laying there. Can we make the spoons? <laughs> Fucking Fabian. Turn the light off. I'm sorry, this but... Little mushroom girl. I don't advocate violence against women. <laughs> But I would have a hard time not slapping Fabian <laughs> upside the back of her head. Well, you'd be in the same weight class. You could slap each other. Your I'm in a pot belly. Fucking, and this is it's also so the second time he has something to say about Madonna. Oh. Because she talks about like yeah, Madonna like and Madonna. Lucky Star. I have a bit of a tummy, but not a butt. She didn't have a pot belly No, she Lucky did. Well, Star. she says it was a little bit of a tummy like Madonna did in mm-hmm. Lucky Star. And then he okay. has a whole other conversation about like a virgin in Reservoir Dogs. Okay. I need to find out if he ever mentions her again. You keep Madonna's name out of your mouth. Only we're allowed to talk shit Only about we're Madonna, al- Quentin. <laughs> Quentin. Sorry. If you're not talking about her being blind, you better stop. She can't see any of this. Mm-mm. It's not fair. So he tells her if she had a pot belly, he would punch her. <gasps> you would punch me in my pot? I would smother you I with it. I would smother you with it. Oh, are we in danger? Uh, uh, will you give me oral pleasure? <laughs> He's like, will you kiss it? <laughs> Leona's leaving. He's like, will you kiss it? Like, no. Not After like your you mouth afterwards? Sure, but I'm not going to kiss your sweaty boxing dick. And like... Really? She's all up on him? He's I like all... the way you stink. Oh, God. <laughs> so they apparently fuck, and then they shower. Well, he at least gives her oral pleasure. And then she... <laughs> he's, in... he's like, I think I cracked a rib. Give me oral, oral pleasure. <laughs> no, you retard. Which oh, you're not supposed to say that. You're not supposed I'm to sorry, say but it. I advocate calling Fabian a retard. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. I'm down for that. You're okay with that? And she's like, don't call me a mongoloid. I hate it when you call me a mongoloid. I didn't call you a mongoloid. I called you every time. I know. You're not supposed to say that either, though, I guess. No. Whatever. So they talk about where they're going to go to hide out. You would think that they would have talked about this already. And I'm like, sorry, but we got cheated out of some Bruce Willis full frontal right here. I know. You see it was some almost, Bruce Willis pubes. It was almost. I know. It was no. almost dick. There was some pervert lines in there. Yeah. What's up? I mean, hey, you know good. what? He looked pretty good. He looked pretty good in this. And I I would. He could have got it in this. Although later on when you see him, you see that he kind of runs like a duck. <laughs> I did not notice the duck run. So that kind of... So he passes the fuck out. It's morning. Mm-hmm. He goes to sleep with her brushing her teeth, wakes up to her brushing her teeth. Right. And she kissed it. About, yeah. Mm. She got a brush twice. Yikes. Um, and they're talking about what she wants for breakfast. I want blueberry pancakes with a piece of cheese and blueberry pie. Uh, pie for breakfast. Anytime is a good time for pie. <laughs> you gave her like Transylvanian vibes or something. I don't know what's happening. I don't know. Something wrong with her. So he's getting dressed and he can't find the fucking ass watch. On the little kangaroo. Not the ass watch. Not the ass watch. He throws you don't the know goddamn my father TV. had to go through to give me that watch, but it was a lot. It's my fault. I didn't stress the importance of the ass watch right i'm you would think that he would have like 
made a plan like you're to gonna take cry it about himself. it yeah well, i mean like because he pocket. had to listen to that whole story about it was a dysentery ass watch like if for it many means years that much to you you make it important and you say look you say what you just said right you put it in the bag everything now else. like put that in the bag first do it now put it in there now put that in there first make sure the watch is in there so he think. goes the fuck off off and then he's like, fine, it's not your fault. I know. I got to go back to the apartment, though. And she's like, but the bad men will be waiting for you there. Well, here, go get your motherfucking <laughs> pancakes. Get some I fucking get pancakes, watch. Fabian. Get your fucking pancakes. Get yourself some fucking pie. Enjoy your fucking breakfast. So he sneaks through a field up mm-hmm. to his apartment. And all appears quiet. Uh, my folks had this same car. I felt oh, like really? back in the day. It was dark brown, though. Everything was so fucking brown everything back in brown. the 80s. Everything was stained with nicotine. That's why everything was all smoky. But yeah, he duck runs, sneaks up across up to his apartment. And I wonder how much those apartments are now. Back then, probably 250 a month. Right, about 250 About 250 About 108 About $108 a month. For a studio? Yep. Now they're like 3600 <sighs> a month. Probably in LA. Right? Yep. You would think. So he goes in, all appears quiet at first. He grabs right. his watch. He goes and mm-hmm. goes, you know what? I want to get some Pop-Tarts. Some I'm going to have a Pop-Tart. Yes. fucker like Earth Girls are easy eating yes. the generic fucking Pop-Tarts. At least they're frosted. At least they're frosted. They are I cinnamon mean, frosted. Those look good too. The little maple ones. Mmm. Mm-hmm. Tasty. He puts them in the toaster and then notices, There's oh. a Mac-10 on his fucking There's a countertop. huge motherfucking gun on my oh, counter. Oh, whoops. Picks it up. Here's a toilet flush. Mm-hmm. And here come Vince out, out the, the bathroom. bathroom. And as the Pop-Tart pops up, bow, 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 bow. he dead in the bath. And like he probably would have shot through the fucking walls in this apartment. Like that's fucked up. Like this is. And now since he just shit, does that negate the shitting yourself when you die? Well, or I mean, he if he was again? constipated, maybe that was the only way to get it out. Maybe he shoot finally him. was able to release. <laughs> I don't know. Or he shat and, you know, whatever. Or he finished his book. I hope he finished his book at least. What book was that? Did you clock what book that I was? I didn't clock I what feel it like was. It I meant to look. It was probably a Pulp Fiction. Probably. I would imagine. So he wipes his prints off the gun, leaves it behind, mm. thinks he's home free. Yep. He's Gets all in his car, feeling, feeling himself. Smoking cigarettes and watching Captain Kangaroo. Now don't tell me. And he comes a red light and Marcellus fucking Wallace is walking back to his house with the donuts and coffee. Motherfucker. And he slams into him with that tiny little car. Crashes. Marcellus gets his gun out, still dazed. He shoots this lady. Kathy Griffin wakes him up. We used to laugh so fucking hard when he started shooting. And the lady's like, ah, I've been shot. Like, I don't know why. Shot in the thigh. It was so funny, but it was. But yeah, Kathy Griffin is there. I guess these are all members of the comedy troupe that were like nearby. I don't know. I read something about that. So they stumble down the street. Oh, bleeding. chase ensues. They end up at a pawn shop where they're fighting. Butch is beating the shit out of Wallace. And he's about to shoot him in the face Ooh. when Maynard comes up, pops up with a shotgun, like, hold up. You ain't shooting nobody in my store. Anybody that kills anybody in this store. I mean, me He knocks Butch out with the butt of his gun and Marcellus passes out as he calls someone named Zed on the phone. Spider's caught himself a couple of flies. Butch and Marcellus wake up ball gagged and tied to some chairs. Yikes. Maynard wakes them up with a squirt of water to their faces. Oh, God. 
And then you hear the doorbell ring. Yep, and it's that's Zed. Zed. And the, Zed, the security guard, yeah. comes down like, bring out the gimp. Gimp's sleeping. Well, I guess you're just going to have to go wake him up now, won't you? So Maynard goes out to this <laughs> trunk with a cage in it. Oh, of all stores. And how much storage areas down there underground this fucking store? I don't know, man. But yeah, he goes into another back room where there's a box and a cage and a swinging gate. And this person, a (laughs) hulking person in a full leather mask Studs and all, yep. And now who is this person? And who is this man? This is... Roger. Roger. We've decided his that the Gimp's name is, name is Ro- Roger. His, his government name is Roger. Roger he came Stevens. in to trade that samurai sword for some cash. Or and something. he was wearing like he one had, of them hats or something. You know, he had something on where they were like. He had the appropriate uh, uh, bandana hanging or something, out of the yeah, appropriate Where Maynard pocket. was like, oh, hey, oh, hey, Roger. You into Gimp culture? You into Gimp culture? I got a fucking Because I feel like he's there willingly. He's not like a captive. No. He's a willing participant. He seems to be into this, but he also doesn't get anything out of it. Well, maybe he does. Maybe that's his kink. What? Maybe Roger's a super rich guy. Roger's a super rich guy. Well, he's about to die. He's like a producer. It's Harvey Weinstein. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh my God! It's Harvey Weinstein. His oh. name is Harvey. That's it. Instead of Roger, the Harvey, gimp is Harvey. That's it. The gimp is Harvey. Harvey is the gimp. So they wake him up, bring him in on his leash. Oh fuck! Which one of them you want to do first? And then he does the eeny meeny miny mo. The roots of that is racist anyway. Yes, that's what it comes from anyway. So I and guess what he's did doing we say? Because we did eeny meeny miny mo, but we didn't say the n word. No, it was tiger. A tiger. Which is, yes, that's what it was. I mean, Catch a tiger by the toe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was close. Never in my life, like before Quentin Tarantino movies, I did not hear that word with such regularity. <laughs> and like I told you, my fucking the subtitles were fucking wildin'. <laughs> you were like, damn, because it that's was a lot of N-words. R's every time because I didn't hear it like that. Until Jimmy. (laughs) No, well, like, I didn't hear it like that. I didn't hear that hard R throughout the whole movie until Jimmy. Mm -hmm. Jimmy uses the hard R because obviously. Jimmy being QT himself. Right, because of course. But like the subtitles, like all of them, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It was like being assaulted. So he gets Marcellus in his eeny, meeny, miny, mo, and they take him to another room and tie the gimp up to watch Butch. He's like, fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Butch is trying to get out of his restraints while oh, the gimp laughs fuck. at him and like, he breaks the chair. It's pretty clear that they're taking him back there to oh, like yeah. rape him. I mean, they got ball gags on. I look know. At the wall they behind got him a and there's gimp. like oh, straps he's and like shit. Yeah. Giggling at him. He's on a leash. <clears throat> so Butch breaks his chair, knocks the gimp the fuck out. Oh, and he's left there to strangle, I guess. I guess. And he's about to run off, but he hears Marcellus getting raped and is like, he's like, I what? can't, I can't fucking do that. Because and like he never disrespected Marcellus like purposefully he no. just wanted to get out of the game and, and have something get to show some money for it. and fucking whatever so he wasn't gonna let him and i'm sure he figures if i can go down there and save him then i'm done here. maybe he won't want to kill me no right. more because then if i, don't I have leave to be him hiding. there yeah you and know. he lives yeah i'm fucked yeah. right if he lives i'm fucked but yeah so he 
goes. So he up. goes through. He's like, hmm, hammer. No. no. Baseball bat. No. Chainsaw. Hmm. Too noisy. Samurai sword. Ah, yes. yes. So then he goes back down there and slashes Maynard midwank. Ooh. Like, oh god, my face while I was watching this. I make the same face every time. It's just like, oh. But fuck. Bruce Willis's face as he does this. Oh and my stabs god, him he's in the like, guts. Them fucking Ooh. crazy eyes. The oh, eyes of somebody that has playing. seen some shit. Yeah. He's having a day. Mm-hmm. He started it off eating some pussy. And Zed tries to come at him and he's like, mm, he pulls that gun, fucking, don't you, Zed? He's standing there with his shitty dick out. Oh. I mean, he's like, go ahead, pick up that gun. I want God, you to. I want you to. Go to that. And then Marcella stands up behind him. Oh. Racks butch. that fucking shot. Cacao. Brat, shoots him right in the dick. You okay? Nah, man. I'm pretty, pretty fucking, fucking far from, from okay. okay. Oh, and he's like, so what now? He's Let like, me tell you what now. What call a couple of hard, hard pipe hitting. <laughs> to go to work, work on, on the homes here with a pair of pliers and a blowtorch. You hear me talking, hillbilly boy? I'm going to get medieval you. on your ass. Oh, fuck. Yes, and he deserves it. Like, how many people? How oh many people? God. I mean, how many people stumble into this shop? But I mean, oh I'm sure people God. come in there to pawn shit all and the do time. Do they kill them when they're done? Or they just I release these people know. after they rape them? Like, and where the is that a security guard? <sighs> I thought he was a cop originally, but then it's like, I did when I was like younger, but yeah, it says security. Yeah. Oh. And he's I like, mean, he no, could be a Butch cop. is like, no, I mean, between you and me. And he's, he's like, oh, like, I'll oh, tell you what now between me and you. There is no me and not, you. Not no Not more. no more. So we cool? Yeah, we're cool. Two things. Don't tell nobody about, about this. this shit. This is between me, you, and soon to be living the last <laughs> of his moments in agonizing pain. Rapist here. You leave town tonight and you never come back. You've lost all your L.A. privileges, deal? Yeah. So, yep, he goes out. He finds Grace the Chapa. He skedaddles. He goes to Fabian. Who, like, and like, how is his face bitch, so clean? Like he wiped his face off with his jacket sleeve on the way there. The, he got the water in his face and he was sweaty because, you know, it was a tense moment. And then Fabian, this is where she deserves a smack upside the head. Get to the fucking chopper. And she's like Fabian. crying because he's like, we got to go. We need to go, baby. Like, we got to go right now. We're going to be late for the train. <sighs> What what happened? Are we in danger? Are yes, bitch. Hurt? Yes. Whose chopper is this? Zed's. Who's Zed? Zed's dead, baby. Zed's dead. Brap 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 brap. And then we have our our. Should we take one more break? We're at hour four. Should we take one more break before we do the end, or you, you want to go what? through? Let's do a double breaker. It's been a while since we've Ooh, had a double we breaker. We have a double breaker. We got a double breaker. We need to do it. On that uh, gimp note, on we're going to take note, a quick on break. That gimp tip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shuffle off on this gimp tip. We'll be right back. And we're back. We're for back. the last leg. We did some stretches. <laughs> we're ready to go. We kicked. We stretched, stretched and we kicked. And now we're ready to deal with the Bonnie situation. So we go back in time in the plot to mm -hmm. where we were with the big Kuna boys. Right. We're back at the beginning and Jules and Vince are in the apartment. And Alexis Arquette, who apparently was Robert Arquette Nay at the Robert, time. Yeah, which I, I only ever knew him, her as Them, Alexis, as, as Alexis, a him or yeah. her. 
I I don't know. I was like, oh shit, I forgot Alexis Arquette was in this movie. Yeah, so R. she's R. hiding Alexis. in the bathroom with a giant gun this whole time with a hand cannon. Right, and like uh, Jules is delivering this speech and this is after Brett gets shot. Uh, Alexis pops out shooting, die you motherfuckers! But just unloads and misses with every damn shot. Does not land one shot while Marvin cowers in the corner. Like, knock that shit off! So yeah, Alexis is shot dead. Mm-hmm. Click, 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 click. Oh, Marvin, you forgot to tell us about the guy with the goddamn hand cannon right? in the bathroom. That gun was bigger than him. We should be fucking dead, man. And Jules is like, whoa, this is a miracle. This was divine intervention. And like, Vincent's no, like, like, come on, bro. We were like, Don't do that. Don't put this down. So they take Marvin and they leave and they're yeah. still talking in the car about whether or not it's a miracle. Right. Like, don't blow this off. Like, and it Jules was a miracle. Like, I and I retire. want you to fucking acknowledge that. He's done with the business because of this. Right. It got him thinking. And he was like, what? <laughs> Vincent turns around to ask Marvin, what do you think about all this? Man, I don't even have an opinion. He was like, so do you really think that God came down and stopped the... Kablam! Oh, man, I just shot Marvin in the face. <laughs> just very casual. <laughs> just blew Marvin's face off. Oh, my God. It's a very such close a mess. Range. It's like broad fucking daylight. They're out on the street. Brains in Jules' hair. In the valley. Oh, it's a fucking mess. Jules calls his partner in Toluca Lake. And now right? we don't have any friendly places. Marcellus Wallace doesn't have any friendly places in the 818. We're in the valley. We're stuck out here. So I got to call my partner. And I'm sorry, but the only way he knows Jimmy is they went to elementary school together. Like, how does he know yeah. Jimmy? Like, did Jimmy do some fucking gangster shit? Like, is he aware of Jimmy's who Mar- wife's Marcellus a Wallace nurse, is? And he went to UC Santa Cruz. Like, how is yeah. he affiliated with Jules? Yeah, I don't know. So they go to wash up. Is Bonnie maybe related to? I don't know. He doesn't mention Bonnie. Uh, Yeah, because he the only it's just his homeboy Jules. I mean, his homeboy Jimmy. Right. That's yeah. His partner Jimmy in the eight one eight. So I don't know. They got to get off the road anyhow. So they get there to Jimmy's. They're washing up in the bathroom and uh, Vincent immediately turns his hand towel into a maxi pad. Right. He's like, maybe if they had lava or something, I could do a better job. Like he's being a dick. (laughs) Lava. I remember that shit. Maybe if he had lava or something. This shit like this is going to bring this situation to a head, man. He's like, okay, now, come on. We got it. We got to be cool. Come on. We got to be delicate with this situation. Like he's he's home. He's having his coffee. So they're standing in Jimmy's kitchen, covered in blood, having some <laughs> serious gourmet shit. Oh, this is some. Go- oh, I should have brought my cup. I have a serious gourmet <laughs> oh, shit cup. Oh, there you go. My brother got it for me. And then Jimmy finds a reason to say the N word. Oh my god! Like, despite having a good friend that's black and apparently a wife that's black. Yeah, it's what not the enough fuck, to say Jimmy? Dead body storage. That would be enough. It's got to be dead N word storage. Hard R. Hard R. Hard R. Multiple times. It like all up in their face, like. There what? was no need for that. He just None. wanted to say. And if you're not into like that life and the gangster <sighs> shit, like who the fuck do you think you're talking to? Oh my God. So yeah, he doesn't want to get divorced. They got yeah, an I hour don't want to get fucking divorced. You want to fuck up my shit? You're fucking up my shit right now. They got an hour and a half before Bonnie gets home. Yep. From her night shift at the hospital. So Jules calls Marcellus to call in the cavalry. Yes. 
and the wolf should be coming like, directly. I'm so, oh, you're sending the wolf? Oh, shit. That's you all you had to say. better motherfucker. Damn. <laughs> He's like, didn't I tell you? It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. Nine and minutes and 37 is. seconds later, he pulls up in his Acura NSX. And I don't know where the wolf was in the tux in at the 8 a.m. It had to be a funeral, had right? Had to be. He's in the back room at somebody's house. Talking in the back room of the funeral, talking to right? Marcellus Wallace like, about cleaning up a murder. Did he take the call there? Did somebody tell him, like, did he call his Is he Columbo? <gasps> Getting calls at all manner of places? He, he probably was. Mm-hmm. Well, he was. He was the cleaner in point of no return. So, I mean, that he was just continuing his job. He solves problems. There you go. So, did he have a, did he not have a tux on in that one, too? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. He had a little mustache, though, I feel like. So he tells Jules and Vincent to clean this car. Yeah, he shows up. He's like, all right, you need to get out there and clean the car. And Vincent, again. Please would be nice. Vincent, if I'm curt with you, that would be because the time is a factor. Pretty please with sugar on top. Clean clean the the fucking fucking car. car. Yes. Come on. And so Wolf makes some calls while Jimmy complains about his wedding linens. Oh, yes. It was from my Uncle Conrad and Aunt Ginny. Was your Uncle Conrad a millionaire? Because your Uncle Marcellus is. He's willing to furnish you with a whole new bedroom set. You like oak? I'm an oak man myself. Like, gives him some cash. Cash money. Jules is out there verbally abusing Vincent for right, this like mess. Jules like I will never fucking forgive you for this. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. And now like Vince is like I'm a race car in the red and I could blow. Oh, and you like, could blow? Excuse me, this is on well, you, I'm motherfucker. I'm a mushroom cloud laying motherfucker, motherfucker. Every time my fingers touch brain, I am superfly TNT. I'm the guns of the Navarone. In fact, why, why am I, am I cleaning back? up the brains? You yes. should be on brain detail. So this you know. is your fault. Yeah, and yeah. Why is he back there? Why no, am I touching fucking brains up there like you're going to blow? And so they Shut fi- the fuck up. They should have shot him too. They finally get this car cleaned up, covered yes. in blankets. The wolf comes and checks on it. Jimmy can't believe this is the same car. And he's like, well, let's not start sucking each other's dicks just yet, gentlemen, which I use all the time. Time to put him <laughs> to the hose. I'm sure you yes. guys have been in county. So, yeah, we got about 15 minutes until Jimmy's better half comes walking through that door. So I'm sure you've been to counties. So here it comes. Strip. And I'm sorry, that hose was not on for long enough for that no. blood to come out. To get the goo? Uh-uh. And the bits? For brains in your hair? Coagulated blood? That needed to be at least five minutes straight of hosing. It's chilly out. Mm-hmm. Especially, they got their tiny dicks out in the morning. And I'm sorry, so Quentin's only comment on his foot fetish is, he. this is good direction, showing feet. Um, so would be showing their tiny dicks in the cold, if it's yeah. all about you being a good director. I want to see those Direct that camera to them tiny dicks in that morning air. Show me that dick. If you want to be about realism, and realism is dirty feet, well, realism's also them tiny dicks. Let me see it. What did Samuel yeah. Jackson and John Travolta do to catch that strain? And why Nicole? did John Travolta get to keep his socks on during the twist? Yeah. And well, even Bruce Willis, who was barefoot in the shower, you barely saw one little fraction of a foot. Like, I made sure to check that you didn't see no men's feet in this. Would this you give a man a, a foot massage? Exactly. You only see lady feet in Tarantino movies. Fuck you. <laughs> only. 
Yeah, I guess so. Now that I think about it, mm-hmm. now that I think about it, I can't think of a single time. Nope. That you see some man feet. Nope. So if you're telling me it's just you're good at directing and directing includes feet, then where do men's the men's feet at? has a foot fetish and we are all a party to it. Like, let's just accept it. And that death proof? Dude. Come on it, The whole thing starts with feet. feet. The opening credits is feet. Feet, 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 feet. Feet, feet. It's like skeet, 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 skeet. Oh, feet, 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 feet. Quentin, Quentin. Oh, feet, 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 feet. feet. Tarantino. Oh, feet, feet, feet. That's his theme song. (laughs) So anyway, they get clean. (laughs) They get their shorts and their t-shirts on that we saw earlier. They they look look like like dorks. dorks. Look like a couple of, yeah, they're your clothes, motherfucker. Ha, ha, ha. And the wolf sends them off to the truck and tow yard. Well, Jules rides with the wolf in the shitty car and Vincent Vincent follows in his. Like, you're going to, we're going to Monster Joe's. I'll drive the tainted car with Jules and Vince will follow in my Acura. And if any cops show up, no one does a fucking thing unless I say. He's like, oh, don't do shit unless. Unless what? Unless you say. So they get there without incident. Mm -hmm. You meet Raquel, who is Pat. Yeah, it's Pat. It's Pat. Oh, and I drive really fucking fast, so keep up. (laughs) And that's Julia Sweeney is her name, Yeah, Julia Sweeney is there. And I guess the gimp was her husband at the time. (laughs) Random. I don't remember what his name is. Like, we need somebody in this gimp suit. Who we got? They were just hanging out. Like I said, I think there was, like, where Kathy Griffin was. It was, like, a group of... Improvers like, or, or whatever. Or something. So that's why she was there, and that's why Kathy Griffin was there. So yeah. So she's Joe's daughter at the tow yard. They take mm-hmm. care of the car and the body. They thank the wolf. He departs with Raquel for breakfast. She's like her she uncle bags or something. on their outfit. Yeah. And he was like, Maybe I can give you a ride. Where do you live? And Vince is in Redondo and Jules in, in Inglewood. He's like, Oh, I see the future. It's a cab ride. Move out of the sticks, boys. Yep. And Jules says, It's been a real pleasure watching him work. And they shake hands. And he's like, Call me Winston. And they take off. They were gonna, they're going to share a cab, but Vincent wants some breakfast. So they Ooh, head to the cool. Hawthorne Grill. Yep. The restaurant where the movie began. Yes. They discussed the day's events and how cool Mr. Wolf was. And Vince offers Jules some bacon, but he don't dig on swine. Pigs are filthy animals. I don't need a filthy animal. Yeah, but bacon tastes good. Pork chops tastes good. And I got to go. I got to go with Vincent on this one. I know. Sewer wrap may taste like pumpkin is pie. good. But I never know because I never eat the filthy motherfucker. But you know what? Bacon tastes good. You guys, Pork I'm sorry. If you're good. vegetarians, Katie, I know you're out there. I know. I know you hate us. I know. Bacon well, she doesn't hate us. Good. She's cool. I mean, whatever. She would prefer we didn't eat pigs. <laughs> well, I'm sure she prefer any other it. animal. But also, she's not going to come here like, bitch. Right? She's like, I'm not listening anymore. It's so good, you though. Bacon. You it's give me, hey, Katie, turn me on to some fake and bacon mm. that tastes like real bacon. I'll, Put me on to that fake and bacon. You I'm know what? I like a lot of vegetarian foods. I do, but a bacon, I haven't found a replacement. I know, or cheese. Bacon. Or cheese. Or cheese. I eat Katie, a lot of fucking hook cheese. Up. Hook us up with the fake Put bacon on, and the girl. fake cheese. Get us Put on us it. on. We would love to save some animals. We love some animals. I know. I love it. I feel real bad about it. I feel bad they taste you know, so good. That's good. <laughs> so... Jules brings up the miracle again. He's serious about quitting the life. Right. He's like, well, what is the... He's like, no, you witnessed a miracle. I witnessed a freak occurrence. And so his plan is he's just going to deliver this suitcase and walk the earth. You're going to walk the earth until God puts me where he wants me to be. So you're going to be a bum. You're going to be a fucking bum. You're going to be a bum. Yeah. And then we hear Pumpkin call 
for the garçon. Garçon, more coffee. Garçon means boy. Vince has got to take a shit. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to take a shit. Like, sir, I got to take a piss. Why do you tell take a too shit. much info? Just say I have to go to the bathroom. Because he's a sweat hog. That's why. That's why. Hey. <laughs> Mr. Carter. Mr. Carter. Mr. Katya. When my kid was Carter for a minute, I had a hard time not saying. Mr. Katya. Mr. Katya. Anyway, so he goes to take like a shit. And Pumpkin and Honey Bunny start the robbery. Yep, they begin the robbery and they're fucking, fucking shit up. Vince is in on the shitter clueless, just like he was yep. when he died, reading yep. his book. Every time he goes to the bathroom, something bad happens. Pumpkin and Honey Bunny start collecting wallets in a trash bag, and Jules, Jules already got his gun out under holding the table. his wallet up, and he's got the gun out under the table. And so Pumpkin comes over to collect, but he wants the case too. Oh, we got a problem. Oh no, I can't give mine. you this case. He opens it up, like what's in it, and he's like, "Oh, is, is that what, what I, I think, think it is? is? Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. What is it? What is it? Yeah, and she's like, what is says, it? Like, nobody ever on. says." And now while Pumpkin is distracted by the case, Jules grabs him and Honey Bunny freaks out in her Amanda Plummer way like, bitch, be cool. Tell that bitch to be cool. Bitch, be cool. We're going to be like three little Fonzies and here. What's, what's Fonzie, Fonzie like? like? He's he's cool. cool. Correct another thing I used to take my kid, tell my kid when he was smaller, like when he was freaking out in the store, like, hey, what's like Fonzie, Fonzie like? <laughs> be Fonzie. So he counts down, tells him to drop his gun and sit down. Sit your ass down. Normally Calmly. both your asses would be dead as fried chicken, but I'm in a transitional period. And, and I don't, don't want to kill, kill you. you. I want to help you. But I can't give you this case because it doesn't belong to me. Yep. And then Vincent sneaks up and he's like, Vincent, be cool. Be cool, motherfucker. Be cool. How we doing, Hang baby? Back. I got to go pee. <laughs> I want to go home. Amanda Plummer is so good I know. At being a crazy She's person. like a treasure. An absolute treasure. So he tells Pumpkin, go find my wallet, the one that says bad motherfucker. It's the one that says bad motherfucker. And I guess in real life, that's Quentin Tarantino's wallet. Oh, Jesus of Christ. Of course it is. Jesus Christ. Cheese and rice, Quentin. Quentin. So, Quentin. So he gets the money. He tells him, get the money out. Count it. It's right. $1,500. Right. And like Vincent's like, if, Jules, if you give him that money, I'll shoot him on fucking principle. Nope. You're not going to do nothing. Nope. He's not going to do a goddamn thing. Shut the fuck up. So he has reevaluated the meaning of his Bible quote, right? He used to think that the whole time that it was some cold shit to say. He's like, if you heard it, that meant your ass. And I used to think it was just a cold thing to say to a motherfucker before I killed him. But now I, I think maybe you're the weak mm-hmm. and I'm the tyranny of evil men. But right. I'm trying real hard to be the shepherd. So go on. Puts his gun down. He lets him go. Uh huh. They leave, and then Jules and Vince follow Tuck out. Tuck their guns into like their elastic waistbands. Like, better bands. go right and in their little sweat shorts. But yeah, uh, they go back to the bar. So from here is where they go to the bar, right? Because they're still wearing those outfits. Like, where the fuck did you get those clothes? So you would figure that after this, that's when Jules quits. Right. Right. And we and never that's get to why see that Jules scene. was not there with Vince at Butch's apartment. Right. And Marcel well, Marcellus left him there because you can't get donuts with a Mac ten. <laughs> like in your waistband. Like that's a big ass gun. Like that's where was he gonna put that? To put in your waistband, even no. if you're a big dude. Yeah, there's no place to put that. 
There's no place to keep that. He needed coffee and donuts. You, you would have thought that they would have grabbed it on the way. Yeah. And how long he was going to get donuts? You're planning on, like, you're looking for him to come back and like so they didn't kill him. I'm presuming. I mean, Vincent was cash enough to think he wasn't coming back anytime soon to go casually how take a dump while Marcellus was gone. Yeah. He's like, whatever, I'm going to leave the gun on so the counter. So they didn't think he was, like, really going to come back. I guess. Because why would he? If they didn't know about the watch, what other reason would he have to come back? Yeah, if they would have saw that the apartment was, like, empty mostly. That she took well, there all was the pop clothes tarts in the cabinet. Yeah. They didn't pack them Pop-Tarts, though. Or, no, the toaster pockets. Toaster pastries. Yeah, toaster pastries. Toaster pockets. <laughs> That's something else. But, yeah, so... What did Pulp Fiction doom us to be? It doomed me to unfortunately love Quentin Tarantino I know, movies for and a I long do. period of time. I do. I still do. I don't, Although I haven't seen a Quentin Tarantino the movie last since last one that I saw. Fuck, I think was, was Django Unchained. I, I didn't even see that one. I saw that. I did go to, um, and it was actually, it was pretty fun. I, I went to the, the drive-in to see uh, Grindhouse. Okay, those were the last ones I saw then. I went to the drive-in with a bunch of people and it was so much fun. We had like the lawn chairs out and everyone was getting all ripped and everyone's partying and we went to go see Grindhouse. Yeah, those were the last ones I saw was the yeah. Robert Rodriguez Quentin there was a, There was a part that I didn't note or whatever. There's a scene in this movie that's secretly directed by Robert Rodriguez. Oh, is there? Mm-hmm. All them guys. Well, and there's a thing. co-writer... Um, I don't know whether he's credited or not, but Harry from Death by DVD said something about, oh, God, what is his name? It's in my fucking messages. <laughs> Harry, what did you say about? Harry's also not a fan, though, of Quentin Tarantino. Oh, he said well, a couple. He said a couple things. He said Tarantino can't write shit without stealing from every movie he's ever made. Well, and Roger Avery is a horrible okay. man who should never be allowed to drive a car again. The movie. Pulp Fiction or why I should have watched Killing Zoe instead is my favorite oh, way to shit. address that movie. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. So, yeah. So, I don't know anything about Roger Avery, but I guess that's the guy who co-wrote some Quentin, this one and some other Quentin Tarantino well, movies. There's, like, a bunch of weird and whatever things about, like, because, you know, in Inglorious Bastards, when What's-Her-Butt gets that strangled, that's his hands. He it's strangles her. Yes, he strangles her to unconsciousness. Why? Like he got permission from her to do so. But so why? it looked real. But he strangled her to unconsciousness. <clears throat> Those are his hands. Yeah, that's I saw that one. I saw that one. In fact, I watched it recently. Dave was watching. I feel like it. maybe oh. I guess that was the most recent one cuz that one came out after Grindhouse, <clears throat> right? And Glorious Yeah. Bastards. And that was before. That was in between, I think, and then Django Unchained was after that. Yeah, I think that, that was the most saw. recent one I saw. I didn't see The Hateful 8. Didn't see that one. Didn't see the <clears throat> Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. No, I haven't seen that one either. So, sorry. So, yeah. That's sorry. we got an extra long episode. It's an extra long movie. It's two and a half hours it long. It was a long one, man. It felt like it took me a real long time. Hey! <laughs> Dueling belches. Finally. <laughs> it only took a year and a half to meet for me to be able to burp to match And yours you. was meatier than mine. Meatier. It had more beef treat mosquitoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Oh, my God. And on that note... Mm. 
We will talk, we'll talk to, to you next, next time. Week. So later, Doomers. Later, Doomers. It's fate. Thank you.